Hello, hashtag BirthTV family, and welcome. It's week 220. I'm Aaron Mack, here with my good friend Kevin, aka CBC Basic Complexity. And for this week, we will get started with our question segment, also known as question T, I don't know, but uh -huh. the first question, so for 220, first we're gonna press it two times and see what question pops up after two. And the question is, I wouldn't have an answer for this, but gin, vodka, or tequila? Tequila. I would say tequila. Tequila. Okay. <laughs> that also, anyway, actually, let me stop. So, yeah. All right. So, I will say for this new, my new song of the week, it's none other than March 2020's song. And in March 2020, I was actually still in Baltimore. 2020 is the year that I moved to Cleveland at the end of 2020. So March 2020, Dua Lipa and Da Baby. And all, all mixes of it, because honestly, I, I, I love a number of mixes because um, Google Music is so outstanding. Like I play it when I go on my walks at night and stuff. And um, I use the uh, tuner section. So it's actually just picks random songs for me, random dance songs, like high energy songs. And um, it played a number of cool ones by a cool hot dance ones by Dua Lipa featuring the baby. And I must admit in the video, I, I've already established this, you all. I've already established that I'm a leg man. And seeing the baby come out in, in the video wearing his shorts and everything, I, I've, and this was even before I really knew who the baby was or knew that much about him, but I knew I'd heard the name. I knew there was also a guy named Lil Baby, and I'm like, but it was at that time that I fell in love with Da Baby. And also one of my exes called me Da Baby. Just, he, he was only 10 years older than me, but golly. Anyway, but yeah, um, I love that and that's cool. And yes, now I'm kind of stalling for time a little bit because I see you're in the throes of a working something out but are you ready to do your new song kevin hopefully your old song oldish uh luckily i somewhat remember this i'm going off of memory so my well old ish song is from usher his sophomore album and the song 
for the life of me, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the name of the song. Slow Jams. Featuring Monica. And that song is actually, uh, I guess you could say, kind of like a remake. In the original version, I do remember that was released in 1983 by or, or I do remember the name of the album was No, I think it's No Parking on the Dance Floor. No Parking, baby. I said No Parking. That, that, that's what I said. I, uh, I said no parking. I maybe I misheard you. Um, yeah, Atlantic Star. Yes. Yes. <laughs> By them and was um like I said was released in nineteen eighty three from their album no parking on the dance floor. So Usher came back and did a, I guess you could say, a remake of that song and it featured Monica. Now, note at that time they recorded the song, both of them, not one, but both of them were teenagers. So that was released. Yeah, all right. Sue me, but I can't remember the exact year. But it was the Evis sophomore album, My Way. And I just don't recall the year that was released, but I know it was definitely released somewhere in the 90s. Somewhere in that entire decade. Yeah, look, the, I'm painting a broad brush, painting with a broad brush. It's somewhere in the decade. Like somewhere in the 1900s, absolutely. I said in the 1990s. No, I'm messing with you, friend. <laughs> And the topics are hashtag please evolve, hashtag connection maintenance, hashtag mic dropped, hashtag purely human, hashtag fair pay, hashtag second album. Now, base complexity or blank screen. Are you ready uh, to get this show on the road, my friend? Uh, yes. 220. Hashtag please evolve at Durand Bernard. Hashtag verse TV 220A. Um. I'm done crying for now. I don't think I'm done crying uh, for the next few, I don't know, undetermined amount. 
of hours. Uh, but we're just going to ride these waves as they come along and think about heaven later. As of recently, I don't like, me personally, I don't like to share when I've experienced a transition with uh, certain relationships in my lives where they cease to exist. Because I don't want to get bombarded with the cliche bullshit of I'm sorry for your lost, my condolences, pain this woman must be in. Oh, I, I really, I hate it. I hate it, which is why I've, I've decided to just not say anything. However, the other thing that irritates me about it is this entire time, we haven't come up with anything more heartfelt or personal or just not cliche that would make someone feel like you're being disingenuous. Why? Because we, you know, we just don't know what else to say. Well, I got you. I have something that you can say now. All right. In the light that someone has. And the reason I'm not calling, and the reason I'm not saying a loss, first of all, I can't lose anything that didn't belong to me. Okay. What I was able to do was experience someone. That experience was unique to us. And it was amazing. And it fulfilled me. And it made me feel seen. It made me feel supported. It made me feel loved. And so now that experience has now come to an end. And so that is not a loss. That is actually a gain. So instead of losing, because I didn't lose anything, you can just say, congratulations. Congratulate me for having such an amazing experience with another human being. Congratulate me for being able to feel love in a unique way. Congratulate me for having discernment about who's in my space because this person had my back. This person embraced me. Fuck acceptance. They embraced me. So congratulate me. I was able to experience something beautiful like that. No more losses, no more condolences. Congratulate. Congratulate me. Congratulations. It must have been so beautiful. It was. It must have been hilarious. It was. It was a hoot, a holler, and a howl. All right. Durand Bernard. So... My initial response is, I am kicking, uh, first of all, he is Devo. And I love the whole hand and the many um, shown as well. I'm like, yes, Durant Bernard. He is Devo. And I'm still kicking myself for missing when he came to Cleveland with Ash. And it was just a whole, I'm like, I'm going to miss it. Shoot. Anyway, but as far as my, and I'll name this as my connection, I agree with him completely. And it's hard because it's like, until it is universally understood that congratulating someone when they express a loss or a, someone passing and moving on, it's going to be difficult because 
people aren't going to fully understand that when you're saying congratulations, that in that case, it's because you're trying to express a new way of expressing condolences. And it, it, it can be received painfully and, and that's a struggle. You, you never wanna hurt another person or, or see somebody in pain and then seem like you're making light of it if it's received that way. But ultimately, yes, I fully agree with him. It would be of all of the time that we've gone through, it would be nice if such communication what has evolved. That would be good. That would be helpful if it evolved from just saying condolences. And like when my mom moved on, it was difficult. And condolences, I was not happy when my mom moved on, but people, people don't know your relationship with somebody else. So to establish a universal, you know, hey, we're going to uh, start saying congratulations. Some people, it might be like a solemn moment for them that the person has passed away. Some people are happy, you know? So different people have different relationships with people that they name, even uh, in cases of family, because you could be like, well, you should only say it in cases of family, but even in cases of family. And this is actually perfect, Glenn, because I'm gonna go into my uh, one squared right after basic complexity. gets the camera back on and such. Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, alarm went off. Cool. All right, so, and I'm sorry, I have to do this. Uh, A. I have my answers. Could you still hear me? I can. All right. All right, in relation to that video, um, he made several, and I mean several, good points um, about relationships. And on some level, I do agree with them, but um, not front page news. Um, like, it's not something I would hide, but I don't just throw it out there like that either. Um, and I made, I made the mistake of bragging about a boyfriend, um, once, and, uh, associate and yes I will just say associate um became impressed and basically got some take that however you may um 
that basically that relationship. But 20 years later, at least we're cordial. All right, my one square is starts off with throwing into the pot of recommendations. I'll say of potential things to say when someone passes away. I'll say, quote, life, actually, we deliver it. Quote, life, what an experience, end quote. Just that simple. And the what an experience actually comes from one of my favorite songs that I will name one day. And I think it actually still qualifies as a new song, but I think it was 2013, but I might go differently from the album. That's Janelle Monet. She has a song that I love called What an Experience. And it's like, it's definitely, well, it, I, I don't believe that it's about someone passing away, but I still think like that could be something worth saying. Anyway, I didn't do my one that time. But... Hmm. Okay. Um, so you're one squared. I will try to remember to do the hashtag verse TV family question after your one square. Okay. You're on. All right. So I have uh in general, relationships are nothing more than life's learning lessons. Um, some are good, just aren't. <laughs> and that's just what it is. Right. And the hashtag verse TV family, yes or no question is, should we evolve our language response when someone moves on or instead, should we evolve our, should we evolve universally to accept the response being a brief moment of silence with a bowed head, eyes can stay open, and then just continue on with the conversation. You know, like a so-and-so just passed on and your response be like. Okay, so how about those Broncos? I don't know, I'm just naming football team. I think, I think that's a football team. My, my gayness isn't sure, but um, yeah, that's the hashtag verse TV family question. Yes or no? Now, are you ready for part B and which you will be first? Yes, and yeah, I was definitely connect. There we go. Hashtag connection maintenance. At men know nothing. Hashtag verse TV to 20B. If you're still able to be friends with your ex, you're either never in love with them or you are still in love with them. 
if you're still able to be friends with your ex, you're either never in love with them or you are still in love with them. If you're still able to be friends with your ex, you're either never in love with them or you are still in love with them. Crazy <laughs> complexity. All right. <laughs> Just with that segment alone, I so disagree with that statement. I personally, and I'm speaking for myself, I feel that you, even if it's the ex, you could still be friends. That don't mean you didn't love them. For whatever reason, it just didn't work out. All relationships don't work out. That's just a fact. Um, and like with <laughs> my relationships and this would seem kind of a short number, but I have relationships. I'm still cool with four of them. Not the last one, but the first four, we are still cool. And so sweet here and there. That don't mean I never loved them because I did. And I still love them, maybe not on the same level, but still love. And that's what I've. Right. And I will say, I am same gender loving, so I have to start with this. The dude who is speaking equals absolutely beautiful. In my opinion, I'm sorry, he is. And it's easy listening to listen to a guy when he's absolutely beautiful, I must admit. And I'm like, yes, sir. Um, so if you break up with them and you're still friends with them, it's because you still love them or, or you never loved them or the grass is blue. Sure, whatever. Whatever you say, sir, I'm taking notes, copious notes. Anyway, but yeah, my connection, I don't know if I fully agree because I feel that what he is saying is ignoring the possibilities of the nuance that is in this whole situation. Like, define friend, define love, you know, what kind of love, oh, and all of that. <laughs> and people in the comments really had a lot to say, and I'm going to read one of I'm, I'm going to read some of them in a minute. But I did want to say that I believe that this post and posts such as this will put a, potentially put a lot of relationships in trouble. A lot of relationships with insecure people such as myself, you know, be like, well, you sure are spending a lot of time with them. What, what, what's going on with that? You know, so I, I, I get it. I, I call myself out. I'm, I'm comfortable with it. And I'm growing and learning to be better. I'm not gonna lie though. I, that's I, I, I've been there, you know. 
Well, he says that it's because you still love the person. Do you love me? You can't love us both. Anyway, but yes. Uh, basic complexity, you can take it away and I'll do my uh, meetings in a moment. All right. Well, first off, I just am very clear when I say this. Because it's a very simple thing to understand. There is a clear difference between just loving someone and being in love with someone. Those could fluctuate. But yet, like with my exes, I will at least say four to five, still love them, not necessarily in love. But still love them. Like, prime example, my very first boyfriend, that was, wow, crazy, some 22 years ago. And the two of us, we are still cool. We're not together, but we still cool with each other. And there's no problem with that at all. That's what I have. All right. And I will say that it was so interesting reading the comments because, you know, I, I don't know if you noticed this, but now Instagram, what it will do is for certain videos, like the top comments, will get pinned to the top and Instagram just does it that way, I guess, or maybe they pinned it to the top, I don't know. But um, the beautiful, beautiful fellow millennial, Distorm, actually um, commented, Daystorm commented on this and Daystorm, fellow, he's an 82 baby. Daystorm was like, and other people, Yeah, he's a fellow geriatric millennial. I'm reading what Daystorm said. Daystorm said, three, laugh, three laughing faces. He said, everyone with a podcast on the internet just be making shit up off their own feelings, then stating them as fact. Well, damn it, yes, we do. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But... They actually responded to one of the 27 comments that he got and their response on their 27th now is going to be taken completely out of context, but I thought it was still worth reading. They said, couple of unqualified therapists giving advice you never asked for. Kiss face. Like, oh, okay, well, you can kiss me a bit. Anyway. But, like, another blue checker actually said, or, hear me out, perhaps you're mature enough to recognize that there was something worthwhile in that relationship other than the physical. So, there's that. 
Oh, and I was just going to say, I wish Day Storm had included like a nowadays y'all with um, y'all youngsters with podcast just be spouting stuff off off the top of your head as, and stating it as a fact. It's like, but he, he didn't go there. So, okay. But I wish he would have said that because it's like, that would have made us geriatric millennials seem ancient. <laughs> to be like, oh, you youngsters and your podcasts. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that is kind of what people do. Absolutely. Now the hashtag verse TV family, yes or no question. Can simple platonic friendship exist post deep love? Yes or no? Share it in the comments. All right. Basic complexity, are you ready for topic C for which you will go first again? Yes. Hashtag verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, AKA Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. 220.